This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to the family with Kristen Toomey, JB, Andy Brampernard, and Cassie Schrader. There you have it. JB's down there belting it out. <laughs> why do you have, why do you have a golf hat on? It's not a golf hat. It's not? Snazzy. No. Is it your lid? Yeah, for today. Okay. There you go. <laughs> we'll be right back with JB's lid right after this with the family. Walzer Automotive introduces the new kids on the block, not the band. It's their three newest dealerships. Experience the Walzer way at Wyzetta Nissan on 394 or Walzer Polar Chev and Walzer Polar Mazda on Highway 61 in White Bear Lake. I've had all three general managers on the podcast, and I can honestly say that Mike, John, and Brett are some of the finest car people in the seven-county Mosquito Control District. This month, in addition to great deals, they're searching for used cars and will pay Kelly Blue Book excellent whether you trade or sell outright. Some reconditioning can apply, so please, no flood cars from Apple Valley. So, if you're shopping for a new or used Chevy, Mazda, or Nissan, check out the new kids on the block. Don't tell them Tom sent you. Just show up and be amazed. That stuff never works anyway. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? At, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. What's that all about? Cindy Lauper. <laughs> Cindy Lauper is great. I saw yeah. her live. She was fantastic. Did you? Yes. I cried. Because oh. I was more of a Lauper fan than I was Madonna. I can't stand Madonna. Oh, really? Yeah. And it was so cool. To see. And she has a wonderful voice. I know she was kind of kooky in the 80s. No, no, I understand. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, she has a beautiful voice. Indeed. She's a nice person, too. Yes. She's a very nice person. She needs to pick a hair color, though. <laughs> I know. Well, she's actually had the same kind of hair color and style for a while. As now. you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's very fit. She's very pixie-like. Yeah. She's like a little fairy bouncing around on stage. It's That's cute. great. Yeah. Did you cry after time after time? Is that what got you? It, that or one, just seeing her in general? Well, seeing her in general, but it was, yeah. No, was it time at... Uh, I can't remember. What, there was a couple songs where I teared up. So I'm Aww. trying to think. I don't know. I love her. True so. Colors? Yes, I yeah. think it was True Colors. Yeah, yeah. True See, colors. I knew that's you. And then I drove all night. And then oh, yeah. She didn't sing a Prince song, because every I musical know. artist comes here now has to sing yeah, a Prince song. Rain, yeah. right. But I, she sang a song that was a favorite of Prince of hers, I think. Or he, he may have like co-wrote it or something. I can't remember which one it was. And then we saw Rod Stewart at the same time. So. Oh, wow. Nice. <laughs> oh, a, that's right. They were in town together. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, that's a fun tour. Yeah, it was a, it was a pretty... Did he sing a Prince song? No, he did not. He <laughs> was God. He was... <laughs> for his age, that guy can still rock a stage. Nice. Know? Good yeah. for him. 
That's great. How long ago was that show? Oh, gosh. It was back in October. It was originally supposed to be last August, I believe, but he came down with strep throat. Mm. So they had to oh, that's re- right, yeah. reschedule that. it, and they, they still honored it and rescheduled it, and it came. So it was awesome. So that's what they're calling what, what he had, strep throat? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, think, I think, didn't he have, like, throat cancer or something at one point? I don't, I don't know. I hope not. I only ran into Rod Stewart, Rod Stewart? once in my life. Mm. You did? It was at Musso and Frank's in Los Angeles. And I was walking in, and he was walking out. Well, I shouldn't say he was walking out. He was being carried out by two people <laughs> because he was so hammered he couldn't walk. Yeah. I mean, he was well, He looks drunk. like an alcoholic. Just looking at him, he looked like an alcoholic. Hey, that alky elk, over there. Uh, he had a cancer scare, oh, but he didn't have cancer. They, had, he found, a, they found a lump. Uh Oh, they thought he had prostate cancer, but he didn't. Oh, they did? Oh, yeah, prostate and throat. It was a, a benign prostatic hyperplasia. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, pretty far from the throat. But well, it's in the same it is indeed. Vein, throat. <laughs> Kristen Toomey, our special guest in town, ladies and gentlemen, Rick Bronson's House Comedy Tonight. Two shows tomorrow night, two shows, and a show on Sunday at 7 o'clock as well. Yes. So things are good. Things are great, yeah. I'm enjoying my time here. You've been here before, though, haven't you? No, this is the first time time. you've ever been here. Yeah, really. Yeah, Andy, I was telling Kristen this morning that her voice sounds just like your grandma's. (laughs) Yeah, well, I don't know about the raspiness to it, but the depth, the yeah, hers was a lot more, uh, you know, it was a lot more. (laughs) It was really funny though, because because the phone would ring a lot more, yeah, she'd answer the phone and then there'd be a pause, she'd go. No, this is Mrs. Bernard. (laughs) (laughs) It happened all the time. They thought she was a guy on the phone. Did it sound like a guy? Uh, She had a she had a very deep voice. Yeah. She did, yeah. Absolutely. Well it's like the it's like your voice plus forty years of smoking. Oh, yeah, okay. So I have some time left. You got time left to get that voice down and nice and small. Or cancer. One of the two. Yeah. You get the voice or the cancer. Oh jeez. Or maybe both. I don't know. I'm not sure about the whole situation. but uh, So we were talking about how much I love Chicago. I used to literally do that because I've been on that morning show for 34 years now. Yeah, wow. So I used to get get off the show, get on a plane, go to Chicago, cut commercials all day, get on a plane, come back home and go to bed. Really? Sometimes five days a week. It was, Whoa. oh my God, it was unbelievable. And then along came digital and life was grand for that. You know what I'm saying. That's crazy. You had to fly there to record things. Yeah, we did. Yeah. They, they didn't want to do it over the phone because there were, there were no ISDN lines back you know, at the very beginning there. It wasn't clear enough. No, it wasn't clear enough. Exactly right. But, you know, as I said, it all works out. I, I, one thing that was kind of funny, if I did have to do something, it would have to be by satellite, mm. right? Because so, there were no ISDN lines. You would have to do it you by satellite. You get some delay there. And you know who had the only satellite in town? Where did I have to go to cut my commercials to be, to, you know, in like Los Angeles or whatever? I had to go. The only person, the only place that had a satellite set up in town was National Public Radio. Yeah. Of yeah. course. Oh, Isn't that really? phenomenal? Well, they got all the money. They have more money than God. They have tons of money. NPR? Oh, yeah. God, yes. They have tons of money. Really? Mm-hmm. And they're always asking for money. Right. Because people don't, <laughs> people donate, but they also get government money, too. Oh, nice. That's a good deal. Well, at least they have a nice even keel delivery. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> hey, JB, by the way, I, I found out from uh, Lisa Goodman, the, the city council person in Minneapolis this morning, that apparently you people are not smart enough to find another way out of a neighborhood. There's only what? Did you see that article in the paper this morning, JB? No, I haven't seen the paper today. Why is somebody calling me from the radio station? They always do uh, that. Do that <laughs> when you're, and when you're on air. Yeah. They know you're on air. <laughs> Oh, God. So this is your first time in Minnesota. Luckily, you came this time of year because although it is good to come here in the winter for comedy because we get cabin fever like crazy. Oh, I bet. Because we're cooped up all the time. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people go out and see comedy. But it's hot outside. 
So I have a feeling it's going to be nice to go into a nice air conditioning comedy club. Yeah, and just have to, all you have to do is sit there and laugh and drink. You know, it's a pretty good deal. Yeah. Have you gone to any of the House of Comedies? Like, I think, what is it? Arizona, Arizona and, and Edmonton, right. Canada. Yeah, I'm going to be at the Edmonton uh, club at the end of uh, this month, mm-hmm. July. And then I was in Phoenix. I got to go there in. Um, March, which was nice. And I was there last year as well. So, yeah, I've been to the clubs, um, and they're great clubs. Mm-hmm. Tammy and Rick do a really good job. Yeah, the food's great. Yeah, they, it really is. Yeah, and I like how they have a little Canadian touch to the food. Yeah, yeah the poutine. The and, poutine. Yeah. yeah, it's not very common. And, and it's weird because you'd think that in Minnesota we would have a lot of the Canadian delicacies. Yeah. You know, because everyone thinks we're part of Canada anyway. <laughs> and, you know, we talk the same and everything. I'm going to be going to Michigan, uh, Sault Ste. Marie. Okay. At the end of this month, and everybody up there talks like yep. how we talk. So I'm like, I'm amongst my people because my <laughs> husband's from Chicago. Oh, really? And he makes fun of my Minnesota accent all the time. So, yeah. I think it's adorable. I love it. <laughs> I, know, I do. He, he's like, I'll say something, and he'll he'll go, what was that? And he'll want me to repeat it, then he'll repeat it back to me the way I sound. <laughs> I'm doing quotation marks. But, yeah. <laughs> Who are you talking about? Dave. I thought you were talking about me. Well, no, Dave's, Dave's from Chicago, and I was saying um, how I asked her if um, she's going to and has been to any of the other House of Comedies in Edmonton, and I'm going to Sault Ste. Marie at the end of August. Oh, is there one there? No, no, but we're talking about Canada and how I go oh. up there, and the people up in Sault Ste. Marie, since it's right on the border of Canada and Michigan, everybody talks like a Minnesotan up there. Yeah. So I... I'm amongst my people, Tom. You're amongst your people? <laughs> yeah, because uh, Dave's, uh, Dave's from Chicago, and he's always making fun of my Minnesota accent. He calls me Minnesota mom. That's well, you do have a Minnesota accent. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yes, she but, does. I mean, but not, yeah. a nor- not like northern Minnesota. Honestly, God. It's thick up Kristen, there. Is it? I cannot. I, I grew up. You know, I grew up in the city here, so just get out to the suburbs, it's already kind of weird. But if I go up north, I cannot understand what they're saying. And they're speaking really? English. <laughs> They're speaking English, but I cannot understand. Just go. Just go. Yeah, go. go. Actually, it's funny you bring that up because I, I was interviewing a sheriff from northern Minnesota. I can't remember the town, but he's a sheriff up there. And I don't know. They had some big issue, and it turned out to be fine and whatever. But I asked him, I said, so no further problems? And his response was literally this. No. <laughs> it's like, Jesus. I mean, that no was like, God, We no. like to emphasize yeah. our vowels. I guess. I no, guess. just go. No, just go. Okay. Directing traffic. That's how we do it. <laughs> exactly. You go. Go. No. Yeah, that would be good. Be about seven billion people killed. So... So I want to hear about this article, though. Which article? You were talking about before. Oh, there's an article in Star Tribune this morning. Uh, basically, Lisa Goodman on the city council said that because they're going to work on the goal, uh, the Glenwood Avenue Bridge for two years, mm-hmm. that the, the racially diverse neighborhood of North Minneapolis would not be able to get downtown. There are nine ways to get downtown right. from the, it's the neighborhood where I grew up. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so apparently... I don't know what she's trying to pull. And I, I, what I said, here's what I think, and I think it's absolutely true. We've gotten to the point where people think in order to get, you know, like people of color to vote for them, mm-hmm. oh, you know, I have to fight for I have to fight every battle. It's like black people can fight their own battles. I mean, you don't, they don't need you to figure out how to get out of <laughs> North Minneapolis, for God's sake. When I was, uh, I was in St. Louis over the 4th. My family decided to have the first ever family reunion. Really? Yes. Did everybody come? No. Yeah, it's like my family. <laughs> <laughs> Had one brother missing and some cousins. And... Is that the Atlanta brother? Yes. Yeah, he didn't come. I, I kind of figured it would be him. <laughs> yeah. So, but everybody else was there. We had a pretty good time. But, you know, found some some oddities in the family. Like, my mother was... Um, she has her uh, stepmother's last name, but not her mother's last name. Your mother? Yeah. I didn't know that. I, I didn't know that either. But her younger brother 
has their mother's last name. But so, you don't know why. And none of us know why. It <laughs> so, is interesting. So it was just because we visited, we took a day and visited grave sites and whatnot. And it was it was actually on my parents' 61st wedding anniversary. Really? Yeah. And they're buried together, so. Um, but my I had. Par- my parents aren't. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. No, they are not buried together. No way. But Man, I, I don't even know where my dad's buried. I was going to say, do we even know where he is? I have no idea where he is. I digress. What <laughs> nice look on your face, Kristen. <laughs> <laughs> Did he go oh. out for a pack of cigarettes and disappear nah, or something? He got hauled away in a straitjacket. <laughs> oh, really? See, he yeah. went out to go fight the devil. <laughs> <laughs> so, it was something close <laughs> to that. Apparently he lost. And, he, uh, he lost, yes, yeah. he did. But uh, I had an epiphany while I was down there. Listen to you, I had an epiphany. Yeah. <laughs> okay. While I was down there, which is because that's all they talk about down there is race. Oh, I know. Oh, they're in St. Louis? Right. That's all they ever talk about is race. So it's like, it's literally done to keep you looking over here. No doubt about everything it. Everything else is going on No there. doubt about it. It's like, would you stop worrying about that crap there while they're taking every dime from you and keeping you locked up and keeping you, you know, and they just... Keep talking about race. Keep talking about race as we take all your money and we do all this to you. And okay, I have a question for you. Yeah. As a black man in America today, mm-hmm. when AOC refers to herself as a person of color, does it bother you? <laughs> I thought she had uh, Hispanic or Latin Yeah, heritage. she does. But that's not really a person of color, is it? Yes. Well, it just means non-white person. It's kind, of a, kind of a faded color. <laughs> you know, you got to give us pink then. Well... Actually, probably in ten years, they'll probably be the 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 majority. Oh, oh, oh the Spanish people? Mm-hmm. I don't oh, think yeah. there's any question about that. Yeah, there's no question about that. I sound like Jerry Burns there. No question about <laughs> it. Uh, but in any case, so so how, so you were you were good though with the with the reunion. Everything was good. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, like I said, got the. We actually had a dinner Saturday. And then after the dinner, we had a block party. Oh. Not actually on the street, but at uh, the high school my brother used to be the principal of. And we invited, we just threw it out on Facebook and whatnot. And what? Any friend who was in town that wanted to come, because we just wanted to see as many people as possible. So. Anybody get stabbed? No, there was no, it's not no like problem. North Minneapolis. And if you're going to do it, you got to do it right. <laughs> a couple of shots, you know, a couple of stabs. So you have oh, people from high school come? Oh, yeah. Oh, fun. Yeah, high school, grade school. Wait a minute, high school, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> In any case, uh, I should tell you, by the way, JB's mother, I was the only white man she ever liked other than Catholic priests. Really? <laughs> exactly. I'm very proud of that, yeah. actually. She had very good taste. You How do you guys know each other? I used to work on... I used to on be the on the morning show. show. Oh, morning show okay. Too. I was on there for 22 years. Oh, wow. 20, yeah. Is that right? 22 years? Mm-hmm. Wow. Good God. Feels like 122 yeah. years. <laughs> well, it started off as a running joke, remember? It so. did start off as a running joke. Oh, we got to take a break. We'll be right back. Kristen Toomey is in studio, ladies and gentlemen. Rick Brown's House Comedy. Two shows tonight, two tomorrow night, and a show on Sunday night as well. Right back with Kristen. And we're going to find out if she's ever been to a family reunion. Right after this. (laughs) The family. It's Tom Bernard with CEO Michael Bilski from North American Banking Company. Michael, we spent some time talking about your free app and money transfer service, XCheck, which is just great, by the way. You can transfer money to your kid to travel home from college and lots of other uses. I got wind of another service you provide at North American Banking Company. What's this Super ID I've been hearing about? Great question, Tommy. Super ID uses your face proof and your finger proof to keep your identity and your money secure. It's really a foolproof way to protect your family and your business from identity fraud. It's simple, fast, and oh, the best part is that it's free to our customers. Super ID, super easy, and super secure. Visit nabanco.com or see my personal banker to get the scoop on XCheck and Super ID. North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. 
Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. There's no better time than now to ditch your contacts and pitch your glasses. Whiting Clinic is the place I trusted to do this for me, and it's not just me. There's a reason Whiting Clinic is the number one LASIK practice in the United States. Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, the most advanced Contura laser technology, and lifetime coverage are all backed by Whiting Clinic's best price guarantee. Being the experts they are, they wanted to make sure you have the very best for your eyes, just like I did. Call now for Whiting Clinic's $500 off LASIK savings. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contact lenses, then it's time you found out if you're a candidate for LASIK. And Whiting Clinic is definitely the place to go. Call 855-554-2020 today or visit whitingclinic.com to set up your free LASIK consultation. Remember to tell them that I sent you and save $500 on your LASIK. Offer good for a limited time. Call Whiting Clinic for details. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Oh, I heard that several times. <laughs> 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 yeah. Better than Disco Inferno. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you got That was never played. That no. was not played. Uh, JB's father, when he got mad at the family, like if, if, if the fellas were causing trouble and his dad got mad, he would go on the stereo and play Disco Inferno. <laughs> really? <laughs> so was... they knew trouble was coming. <laughs> that, was his, that was his hype song. Burn, he was hyping baby, himself burn. up. <laughs> well, most of his stuff came from work. From what? Most, most of his anger came from work. Yeah. From work. He, should, he got passed over for... For promotion and promotion and promotion because he didn't have a high school diploma. Oh yeah, yeah. My old man was in, went in the army at fourteen, served at fifteen. Oh my God! Lied about his age with the help of his, my grandparents. Wow, that's crazy. And then hid it from us. His with, age? No, the <laughs> his, age, his age from Your us. Your mom's hiding the name. He's hiding the <laughs> exactly. age. A lot of secrets going on. <laughs> no, he hid. Uh, fact that he went in at 15 he told us 16 oh because he didn't want to give you any ideas or why no never understood that and then he got the guy who said it it was their 50th my parents 50th wedding anniversary party and the guy who said he got mad at him for four months and was like we were shocked but we were also like proud and happy and yeah you know it's a pretty badass thing to do i think Mm -hmm. join the army at 15 absolutely right Yeah, oh, God, absolutely. Especially, where did he end up? Korea. Oh, wow. Fighting at that age? Mm -hmm. Wow, that's insane. No, I agree. Machine gunner. Wow. He was a machine gunner? Yeah, he got a Purple Heart and some other award for his platoon was pinned down, and he kept his gun running the whole night until reinforcements came and Saved them all. Really? Wow. Yeah. Good God. That's incredible. It is incredible. So, Kristen, do you now? Where do you mm. live now? I live in Chicago. You still live in Chicago? Okay. Yeah. You still live in the same same town? Uh, I just moved to uh, an area by O'Hare Airport. So, just a few towns over. I grew up in Villa Park. Yeah. So you uh, just outside the city. Is that unusual for someone to stay? Stay. I mean. Most comedians that I know or actors or whatever, they either go to New York, they go to Los Angeles. And I don't understand that because Chicago is one of the best comedy towns. There, I suppose maybe they do that because they want to eventually get like into the movies or something. I don't know. But I got to be honest. Obviously, you got the big clubs in New York and Boston. You got them in L.A. But Chicago, the comedy scene in Chicago is phenomenal. It is. And um, I'm really proud to be a part of it mm-hmm. to be honest and the people that come out of there are some of the best and uh you know i'm lucky that i can make a living from chicago um and yeah it used to be the the thing that you would do a few years in chicago and then you'd move to right. the coast you know and i don't think you need to do that as much as you did no nope, um I, I think in this digital age you know and i like to tour i like live performance that's really my my joy is is performing live. So, as long as I can tour and I can do that from really anywhere, based out of anywhere. Um, I just love Chicago. I want to stay there. I have kids, and that's where How I want to ra- raise them. They're fourteen and ten. So, 
Yeah. I thought you were like 25. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> Even with this voice, huh? <laughs> Your mother's like said, voice. My mother's voice. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm a little older than that. Um, I had kids young. 26? Yeah, I'm 26, <laughs> actually. 25 and a half. Um, yeah, and so I had kids young, and they're great. They're doing great, and they're happy, and they've got their friends, and I, I don't want to be far away no, from them. Right. And, oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, absolutely. Yeah. Do you, uh, do you and Cassie talk about kids at all? Not yet. Cassie knows a little bit about kids. Yeah. Do you, how many kids do you have? Well, between my husband and I, we're a blended family. Oh, cool. We have 11. You're kidding me. I'm going to leave. <laughs> I want to leave. You got a face. got this face like, oh, my God. <laughs> You're kidding. No, I wish. You've got to be kidding. What year is it? <laughs> People don't do that anymore. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. How are you so happy <laughs> and know. smiley? I don't know. And not exhausted. Well, yeah. I mean, four of them are adults, so they live on their own. and do, you know, We have six school-age kids in the house. Girl. Yeah. My youngest what? is seven. And then it, they go from, let's see, we have a 17-year-old, a 15-year-old, a 14-year-old, two 12-year-olds, uh, uh, one's almost 10, and then seven. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. God bless you. Yeah. Are, it must be, at this point, just the more the merrier, I guess. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. Once you get past 10, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> When you break double digits, that's, that's incredible. Deal. Did you ever think when you were growing up, did you ever think that you would have 11 kids? No, no, absolutely not. I never even, even as a child, I didn't even have that maternal. Me neither. I, the first baby I ever held was my own. Yes. Right? I didn't, really? Yeah. I, didn't I was babysit. not a babysitter. Yeah, me neither. Oh, we're a lot alike. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. And then, I mean, I wanted to be a mom, but I just never had that. I never played with dolls. Me I, neither. I was such a tomboy. <laughs> me and too. Then, mm. I had kids, and it, it came very natural to me, and I love my children. But, yeah, I, I never expected to have to take care of this many, but it's What fun. kind of car? Do you drive a bus? No. <laughs> I need a bus. That would be nice. I do. Yeah. I need a bus. No, we have two separate vehicles, so when we're all together, we have to take two separate vehicles. Wow. So... That's yeah. really kind of cool, anyway. you know? <laughs> we're taking both cars tonight, Tom. Well, we're just going to dinner, I know. but <laughs> Separate seats and booths and everything. <laughs> exactly. Hey, how's it going over there, honey? Having a good time? Glad to hear it. Send her a drink. Okay, so I got to, I think, you know, we, we talked to Kristen about this a little bit this morning, but I got to run. Did you guys see the... Uh, the uh, Toy Story 4 sto- uh, story about the two women picking up the kid at school? No. What? You saw Toy Story 4. I loved it. And Andy, have you seen it yet? We're going to, but not yet. Too busy moving. Kristen? I haven't seen it yet. Haven't yet. <clears throat> There's a group called One Million Moms, I think it's called, One Million Moms. They are having a fit because there's a scene, and I don't remember this scene. I don't even remember seeing the scene, so I don't know how important it was in the movie. Anyway... But these two women bring this little kid to kindergarten, mm-hmm. right? And at the end of the day, they both pick her up. So they're having a fit saying, why do you have to have lesbian relationships in Disney movies? It's like, they brought a kid to school. <laughs> How is that? Well, it's two women. I'm assuming if it's two women, and then the two women pick them. What if they're sisters? Well, what, and also... Or friends, or... Well, what if they're lesbians? I mean, you right. know, it's well, like... Yeah, they it, want that, though. But that's the reality, and there's kids seeing that movie that have lesbian parents, or they right. have a friend that has a lesbian parents that right. dropped them off to school, so they should see it in a movie, you know? It's because that's rea- the reality we're living in, is mm-hmm. that that actually happens. So... Um, yeah, well, no, it does. But, but It's but not I, like they concocted some... You know, pornographic uh, thing that's not real. I mean, I people guess. have. They're trying to give that two moms messaging to you know turn your kids gay. Right, but people have <laughs> do that. I have I a know. question for you. If you have orientation, mm-hmm. how can seeing two women show up all of a sudden make me want to bang a guy? I don't. That's, I don't. <laughs> I've never understood that. I mean, God bless you if that's what you want to do. That's your business. But it's just you know, oh, to, to put an impression on these. I pretty much, by the time I was four, knew that I liked women a lot. Yeah, I did because I, I, I'll never forget. It was you know there was a, uh, a strip in the in the newspapers called Blondie and Dagwood, mm-hmm. right? And I thought I said to my mother when I was like three and a half, 
man, Blondie really is pretty, isn't she? <laughs> she goes, oh, crazy, here we go. That'll be just wonderful. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's. I think if seeing that sways you one way or another, I think you were going that way anyway. If, yeah, you know, I, I don't think, think it, it. I don't think it pushes you to a gay lifestyle or no. gay orientation. Yeah. I'm seeing something but, like that. Yeah, there are people who are highly upset about the recruitment of it's like recruitment. Oh, is that what it, so they thought it was a recruiting tool? Yeah. For the lesbian lifestyle? They said the open, open, because a friend of mine posted something about it. He goes, I'm not against the lifestyle, I'm just against the open recruitment or advertising. And it's like, what the heck are you talking about? So the, the fact that these two women dropped a kid off at school is open recruitment for lesbians? That's crazy. Okay, well. I think it's it's just like the fact is there are gay people exist. And mm-hmm. so it's like you want to see that in art and culture so that the kids that are gay don't feel alone and isolated mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. feel represented and they feel, you know, accepted. And I, I don't think it's... I think people are trying to put the cart before the horse. I think it's actually the opposite. It's to make the people that are gay feel better about yeah, themselves, right. not recruiting or advertising or planting seeds right, right. of that. You have to say seeds. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, you look at advertising, period, now. It, it used to be maybe you saw a family of a different race in a commercial. Yeah. Now you have mixed race families within the commercials. Mm. Oh, it's every commercial too. Or you know, same sex families in every commercial because they finally realize, again, they're these companies realize, hey, we're missing out on dollars that we're not mm-hmm. getting. I mean, that's be- probably true, yeah. right? Because they understand. And you and I have talked about this for a long time. We don't have a race problem in this country. No, we, we do have not. a class. Mm-hmm. 100% correct. Problem in this country. Yeah, there are many b- rich black men that won't have anything to do with me. So I understand. Right. You know. <laughs> me too. You know, the one thing, I, <laughs> if I were a black woman, though, I would be really, really upset with the advertising in America today. Because there's, it's usually a white woman and a black man. There's never a black woman in this. No, it's very seen, rare to see the that. What's that all about? Oh, I've seen some black females with white males and i just oh, that, i did see one of those yeah i saw the black there, female with the white guy they're was, not nearly as common though and a lot of black women are upset about that actually there was e- are, yeah. even a health commercial where the dad is white and the little girl is mixed but you can kind of tell that she's half black and half white and they go into an ice cream shop and it was it was, a, it was one of those medical uh, medicine commercials mm-hmm. because he had heart problems or whatnot so then it gets to the crux of taking this pill, does it, so you stick around for your daughter. Or well, I, noti- oh, yeah. I noticed with pharmaceutical companies, they really push the this, you know, those boundaries because the only commercial I've seen that has featured gay people is the new drug that's come out. I can't remember the name of it, but it's to help prevent contracting the HIV virus. Right. Well, really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they feature, yeah, they feature prominently gay men. Right. In it, but there was a big battle about that because doctors literally, and I'm not making this up. I'm just telling you this is I'm reporting history. They call, doctors a, a, across the world referred to it as the gay plague for yeah. years. Mm-hmm. You know, and then so I don't know that I don't know. Well, what's the instance of of, of HIV and AIDS in in uh, in uh, like men and women? The vast majority is still gay men. It's, gay. Yeah. it's always going to be because the rate, the uh, method of transmission. Oh, I suppose. Just, yeah, I suppose that's yeah. true. I don't know. The whole thing doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know. It's these pharmaceutical companies need to get their head out of their ass. <laughs> I mean, seriously. I, it's weird. I, as a kid, I don't ever remember seeing a commercial for a medicine, and I think yeah. it was just yep. the doctor prescribed what you needed. And you didn't need to go in and request right. a prescription for something. That's just not how it was. No, and you're, it's very you're right. bizarre that every third commercial, at least, is for a medication. You know, we're just, I think I read somewhere that we, America takes 
85% of the world's medications. Yeah, that's correct. Yep. And then most of that is our dog, our pets. <laughs> our pets take more medication than, than most yeah. countries, which I, is just insane. It's pretty odd. There's no... <laughs> think well, about we're, that. We're a lazy, over-medicated country. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we... we the first step was we took recess out of school. Mm. And we then, did? They did? Yeah. I used to love recess. For the longest My time. My part of school. For the longest time, they took recess out of school. Oh, I didn't know that. And they then they almost took gym classes. They almost wiped that out. Why? Because it was all about the other academics. Yeah, well, what they do now, like with my kids' school, they have, uh, like, one of the schools has, like, a Green Day Blue Day or Green Day Red Day. So, like, on Green Days, they have Fayette, and then on Red Days, instead of Fayette, they have, like, music. So What's they Fayette? alternate. Physical education. Yeah, gym. gym. Yeah, that's yeah. what they call it, Fayette. But, yeah, they alternate. You know, because they wanted – they're pushing these kids to reach these, you know, testing standards and stuff. So they want them more at the desk doing book work yeah. versus – but exercise is very important. important right. I remember sitting in school, I'd be like – I'd be sitting at my desk and I'd start dozing off because, you know, and then as soon as I'd go to gym, come back, I was refreshed. I was awake. I, You know, kids need that. Yeah, you can well, focus more. Mm-hmm. Recess, not only did you – burn up that energy that you had mm-hmm. or wake you up but it also taught you coping skills it taught you how socializing to, right how to you know get along with others how to play games how to how to lose how to win gracefully it taught all of those things and then when it <clears throat> when that started getting wiped out it was like you know you know kids at school didn't react well to like failing or having a failing moment or this that and the other so the everybody gets a trophy kind right. of thing mm-hmm. oh, yeah God, i hate that so much <laughs> yeah. i've never gotten a trophy it's too late for me <laughs> we'll be right back more with Kristen toomey at rick brown's house comedy tonight tomorrow night and sunday night as well right back what are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. Why are you in such a good mood? She plays the music and all of a sudden it's all happy music today. Girls just want to have fun. <laughs> it's Friday. God, I, is this Olivia Newton-John? Let's get physical. Oh, uh, yeah. I just talked to her about a month ago. You did? Yeah, she's phenomenal. Wow. She is a really, really good My person. Aunt Patty looks just like her. Really? It's crazy. It's not a bad look, you know. No. It's gorgeous. Beautiful woman. It's all true. There's no question about it. But we were just, uh, we were doing the uh, the comparing families deal, and uh, we found out that Cassie kind of uh, quadrupled the output of Kristen. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, more than quadrupled. It needed to be sextupled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nearly. I- 
I, my biological kids, I have three boys. So I had all boys. I, and then when my husband and I got together, I like ended up having to raise teenage girls all of a sudden. Oh, so God. it was like, oh, I don't know what to do with <laughs> girls. So Melissa's nightmare is raising teenage girls. I, I don't know what to do with girls. Because I don't remember being that bad. I mean, I probably was. Although there have been times when my kids have been so horrible, I've called my parents and apologized to them. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm so sorry if whatever yeah. I did as a child. You're trying to push away the karma that's coming back to you. Uh, exactly. Atone for it. Exactly yeah. right. Well, girls hit that stage earlier, but come out of it sooner. Yeah, I hope so. Or boys hit it like at 16. Mm-hmm. Hit what? Hit that stage where you become the dumbest person. Yeah, the <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You don't know anything. My son once looked at me when he was graduating, and there was a possibility that he might have played small college football or right, track. Right. And he looked at, and you have to register with the NCAA. And there's a part that technically has to be filled out by the student. Now, would they know that? No. no. But I made him fill it out. Or at least it's like, hey, you need to get this done. Let's get this done. And he, and he finally, why are you always on me? You don't know what it means to, to, what it takes to be a college athlete. Well, at the time I was working in college athletics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know nothing, JB. <laughs> you know nothing, JB. It's out. it's so weird how universal that like teenage, like false omnipresence is. Oh. But. I don't know. And, and I wonder if that happens in animals too. It's like probably. do do adolescent cats think that they're the smartest things in the world? <laughs> God, I remember one thing. Sixteen. Mm-hmm. You're talking about sixteen. Right. I'm sixteen years old. My mother comes in and goes, It's time to go to school. I said, I'm not going to school today. Yes, you are. Get out of bed. I said, No, I'm not. She goes, Okay. I fell asleep, woke up two hours later, and there were two suitcases at the end of the bed. Like, you're moving. Yep. <laughs> okay, I'll go to school tomorrow. Sorry. I know, I go through that with some of the older kids. They don't want to go to school. I said, well, fine. You don't go to school, go get a full-time job. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Well, they don't have a vehicle. They don't have nothing. They have to walk both ways. I dropped out of high school, and so I, did I. I had to get two jobs. What did you do? Um, I, to drop out or just... Oh, there's a, there's a longer story. <laughs> okay, well, you know, that's No, no, fine. I just stopped going. But um, I got two jobs. I worked at a nursing home and at a call center for telemarketing for DeVry. How was that? Uh, pretty terrible. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty bad. It's got to be a tough road to hoe, that deal. Yeah. Plus, your voice and my voice would not be good for that. <laughs> I said, sign up at DeVry. Damn it. <laughs> you heard me. You heard me. So, yeah, I don't, that would be pretty tough because most yeah. people don't want to talk to you, right? No, it's a lot of like, they filled out a thing six months ago oh, and they don't yeah, remember okay. doing yeah, it yeah. when we came to their high school. And then um, I'm calling to remind them and they don't want to talk. I could see that. And then you said a retirement home? Yeah, at a nursing home. How was that? It was good. Um, I did activities, so I called bingo numbers. And I would... uh, That's cool. Yeah, that was my job. My grandfather was there. So that was nice. I got to spend more time with him then. You know, when my my wife's grandmother was... She was like 102 or something. She was very old. We would go visit her in in the nursing home, right? And there was a woman there... That was convinced I was her husband. She was about probably 85, and I was at the time 35. Oh, wow. So I don't know how I was her husband or anything, but she would insist that I was her husband, and she was really mad at me. Oh, she wasn't trying to fill you up? No, no. That's known to happen. Oh, yeah. Well, she did in a way, because once I just said, you know, there's been a mistake. I'm not your husband. Oh, you're trying to deny it now. I'm sitting there there talking to Catherine. All of a sudden, she wheels up behind me and pinches me right in the back of the leg. It's like, damn! (laughs) When you don't see it coming, it hurt like hell. Uh, I had a lot of, you know, um, I was I used to work on a dementia unit or Alzheimer's unit. Was my dad there? And uh, no, (laughs) no, no, no. But uh, yeah, a lot of people. I had a lady that the saddest place on earth. The saddest place on earth. Yes, and there was a woman that thought she was on a cruise ship. Oh, and God no. bless her, and I just let her think that. Absolutely. I would, I would yeah, not, not correct her. I was like, 
if you, that's where you feel you are, then maybe it's her you're happy right. Place. <laughs> yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe we're all on a cruise ship. Who knows? You know? know, just her happy place. That's where she went. Yeah. My grandmother, she uh, had to have some surgery on her legs, so they put her in a rehabilitation nursing home yeah. for a short period of time. And she's in there, and the lady that was um, in the same room with her. She kept accusing my grandmother of stealing her food. Mm. And then the lady across the hall, she had the hots for my grandma. Oh, so she would come over mm. and like she take must off have watched her clothes. Toy Story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Toy Story for. I felt so bad for my grandma because my grandma, she had all, you know, she was completely lucid, completely sane. She was sharp as a tack. And Surrounded one, by crazy people. Yeah, yeah. she's yeah. like looking at me. She goes, you got to get me out of here. I said, Grandma, I oh. wish I could. I'm like, just play along. Have fun. Play yeah. along. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Just like bark like a dog. Scare him away. Yeah. yeah. You've seen Cuckoo's Nest, right? <laughs> well, that was a thrill. As a kid, going to visit my dad in the Ha Ha Hilton. That was a lot of fun. Because you'd see people, honestly, God, because he, he was in, he was uh, institutionalized for mental illness. Oh, I got over it. <laughs> like, that was great that she goes, oh. <laughs> it was very nice. People never know how to react to that. No, yeah. they don't. No, it's true. But you would literally, I'd go see him. And at first he was behind bars, which was odd. You, know, you go see your dad and he's behind bars. Well, he was dangerous. Yeah. But then you would see other people and they would be talking to their hand. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think that's true. I was like, Jesus. Yeah. But as scary. a little kid, that's it's scary. terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Do you see, ever see that movie Psycho? You're doing the same thing <laughs> yeah. that that guy was doing. Yeah, it's a different experience. So it, I bet you it is really sad because those, they die eventually mm-hmm. in, in, in pretty short order in general, don't they? Yeah, it's usually a lot of turnover yeah. there. A lot well, of people don't know that dementia is fatal. Once yeah. you Once you get yeah. it, you're going to die pretty soon. That's sad. Yeah. yeah. It is. What are you going to do? So... You didn't get attached too much to the people, did you? A few of the yeah, a few of the patients, yeah. yeah. I still think about a few of them now and again, but um. Yeah, well, that's good. See, that's nice. Bond with you know, you bond with them, and mm-hmm. you're with them every day, and mm-hmm. the, you kind of they become part of your family, really. Yeah, I, I and, can see that absolutely. Yeah. And then when they have no idea who the hell you are after a month or two, yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Who are you again? One of my favorite stories, and I won't use the guy's <clears throat> name. He's a very good friend of mine. But his father, one of the nicest men I've ever met in my life, uh, ended up getting dementia. And they mm. had to put him in a hospital, and he was dying and the whole deal. And my friend told me, he said, it's the worst thing I've ever been through in my life. I said, why? He goes, you know how nice my dad is? I said, yeah. He goes, I was with him in the morning, and the nurse comes in and she says, uh, do you need anything, sir? Oh, no, 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 but thank you very much. It's it's very nice. Yeah, I appreciate you coming in, but no, I'm, I'm good. I don't need anything. So we were sitting around, and later that afternoon, mid-afternoon, the nurse comes back in, and as soon as she walks through the door, my dad goes, bitch, what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. He said he was horrified by the whole thing. Yeah. Well, the, all of the inhibitions go out. They do, don't they? And they... They lose their filter. They lose their, you know, and mm-hmm. it's just, um, yeah, the, and different personalities come out that they've sort of, you know, repressed or, yeah. or mm-hmm. just not, um, yeah. All the things changed. they've wanted to say in life. Right. Yeah, they start they coming do. out. They, they do. They absolutely. Do they really? Yeah, they really do. Well, another friend of mine's grandparents, the grandfather was a, was a minister of some kind, some... Christian minister or whatever, and his grandmother was all, you know, pretty staid and very conservative on the rest of it. So same situation. They're taking her into the hospital. They had to pick her up in an ambulance, bring her to the hospital. She was like 90 years old and very pious, very polite, you know, unassuming woman. And as they're taking her into the hospital, my friend's there, you know, looking at his grandma, and somebody said something to his grandmother, and she said, F you, mother effer. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like, where did that come from? Been holding that in for 90 years, have you? Yeah. Honest to God. Well, that'd be, that would be shocking, though, to see your grandparents yeah. or yeah. whatever. I don't think I've ever heard any of my grandparents swear before. 
I think it's also they they're so. scared, you know, because their their pride a lot with the men, you know, their yeah. pride steps oh, yeah. in and, and they don't yeah. want to seem confused. They don't they don't want to be. Well, I mean, you imagine know. being like you know, I used to fight in wars and right, you know, and now you have and to. And now I can't even everything. go to the bathroom by myself. That's that yeah, would, exactly. Yeah, that's true. Exactly, yeah. and so they and they're confused and they don't want to ask for help, and so then mm-hmm. they they lash out, sort of a thing. But they don't. I don't think mean it. Mm-hmm. You know, isn't that amazing that human beings? I'd like to reach out for help, but instead I can't do that, so I'll lash out. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, what? I do that. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think human beings do that. Yeah, it's weird. That, that human beings just kind of do that. I don't want to do that, so I'll just be a prick. Yeah, exactly. Okay, well, doesn't really make a lot of sense to me. <laughs> but, well, I uh, totally get it because there's times with eleven kids, I go in my closet and talk oh, to my God. hand. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> and then what's the age range again? Well, Dave's oldest is thirty-five. And then it goes all the way from 35 all the way down to my youngest, who is seven. Seven. So, yeah, there's a huge span. There's a lot of span. Are there there any years when everybody took a break? No, I don't think so. (laughs) There's like every two years. Busy. Yeah, Yeah, just stayed busy with the. So, it would literally be about every two and a half. It's a 28 year span, yeah. So, yeah. 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 That's amazing. About two and a half years and just, let's go again, shall we? Mm -hmm. And then there's the opposite. My sister, when she was first pregnant she was like i'm gonna have eight children because i love kids she's had two children now she's thinking might be done <laughs> <laughs> did you see that we have we have a, a year old grandson his name is sage and he has a three-year-old a sister fawny by the way fawn uh Apparently went to dance class at three years old and said, "You're all doing it wrong." (laughs) (laughs) How good for her! That's really good. I wonder where she gets that. Yeah, Yeah, I wonder what you mean from Catherine. Is that what what you're saying over there? But uh, God, now I lost my place. What the hell were we talking about? We got uh, your year-old grandson. Oh yes, Alex sends out this video, and he's going. <laughs> like that, like a lamb or something. Aww. He's a year old. He's going. Brrr. She said he's trying to say bug. Oh. <laughs> he get the ball out, but then he just goes. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. It is. That's the one thing about kids. Now, how old are your kids? She said. Uh, Fourteen and ten. Fourteen and they're going to be fifteen and eleven in September. Oh, they're both born in September. Yeah, two Virgo babies. To Virgo, <laughs> now, so what dates in September? The fifteenth and the nineteenth. Oh, so it's kind of right to get. Yeah, I had them Friday, four Monday, days. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I had them four years and four days apart. Really? Yeah. Mm. Unbelievable. Mm. Are they the greatest? They are. They're that's pretty amazing. That's my son over there. You know. So. Yeah. yeah. Are they boys? I have a girl that's fourteen and a boy that's ten. Oh, so you got one of each. One of each, and I'm done. And um, and I'm done. Seems to be the and general consensus. Yeah, they're great. Lucked out. Well, I think, you know, kids. replacing yourself is, is probably, you know, that's that's the limit these days. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. It's like one for you and one for me, honey. Good. <laughs> yeah. We're good to go. Everybody's covered and life is grand. Yeah. No, I don't know. It's, that's, uh, boy, so have you been, you're not with anyone? You're raising kids by yourself? Well, my my ex-husband uh, and I share custody, but. Oh, you do? Well, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a great dad and we get along. Oh, and, okay. um. Yeah, we were together 14 years. We just got divorced two years ago. Oh, my God. And what'd you do? Nothing. Just we just decided to... I mean, what'd you do wrong? Yeah, no. I mean, not well, a million things yeah, in my we're life. we're so much alike. I was married 14 years. Really? Got divorced wow. two years ago. Oh, my gosh. Really? Yeah. Now you got to catch up You're with You're the kids. same age. I know. You got this, uh, unbelievable. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. So things are going well. The kids are happy and doing, doing great, and I'm happy trying the road out now and now that they're older i can you know go on the road more that is terrific so yeah yeah tonight two shows tomorrow night two shows and a sunday show at seven o'clock as well kristen to me it was really nice to meet you nice to meet you guys Absolutely. thank you so much come back soon i will i will thank Thanks you we'll be back with the family